Are your email messages leaving your prospects cold? Well, it's time to download the book, Email It, A Seller's Guide to Emails That Work. A presenting sponsor of this advanced selling podcast episode, go to emailitsellersguide.com. This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian Neal. Bill Kasky. In the house with you again. We are back for, uh, this is actually episode two of a two-part series. It is. wasn't meant to be, but we went so long and had so much fun, we had to divide it up into two so that we kept your attention, didn't bore you to tears. We've got a couple things to remind you of. Number one, our LinkedIn group is very active. We keep getting more and more people joining yeah. that. It's great. LinkedIn.com. Uh, Go to groups, advanced selling podcasts. We've got discussions. We've actually got discussions about this going on as we speak. You may remember last time we talked about growing our community. This is your community and our community together. The community gets better the more like-minded people that are in it. So we are challenging you all, challenging you all, which I know you will step up to the challenge, to find five. Find five simply means over the next few weeks, you find five people in your life that you know that are salespeople or business people or marketing people or VPs of sales, and you forward them the link to the podcast, give them the gift of the podcast, and say, please join us in our community. Mm -hmm. Everybody finds five. We're going to have a nice, fun, big time here at the old Advanced Selling Podcast. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And we can't forget this week's Jillism. Oh, that's right. right. We were going to go through a series of those. We? <laughs> yes. Um, and so by the time this airs, who knows how many we've There will had, be but... a big list of Jillisms. And so as you interact with Jill, too, she's our community manager. You may have your own Jillism. So, and this is out of pure, pure <laughs> love and affection. We don't want you pure to Pure love and affection. Um, my hair is a little bit long right now, longer than normal, because Jenna started is, to cut yeah, my hair, right? So, um, so the other day, we're in a meeting, and in all of her kindness, Jill looks at me and says, Brian, I really like your hair. I, I love the comb-over look. <laughs> I think that's not what she meant. Comb-overs are for bald people, right? That, right. That, that comb over is not the, a compliment, I can tell you that. It's not really a compliment. And so I'm like, thank you, Jill. I think probably not what you meant. I mean, <laughs> what she meant was really nice. But yeah, comb-overs are for bald people who've got like four <laughs> strands of hair left, and they're taking the four from the left and strapping them all the way over to the right side and, and we taping all, them down. And we all know someone <laughs> that has a, that has a really nice comb-over. Yeah. I, however, do not have a nice comb over. I am not bald, touch wood, and I still have mostly brown hair. Oh, and so I'm hanging funny. on that to as long as I can. But we love you, Jill. That was the Jillism for this week. Love your comb over. Fantastic. All right. Let's get back to the uh, episode two where we talk about some things that uh, all of us can learn from. It was an uh, email in from Michael, uh, and he talks about some of the issues that he faces being new in sales. Here it is. Uh, number three, uh, or do you want to read it? I mean, no, read would you it? What's please, the yeah. pattern here? <laughs> Looking for I don't want to break the pattern. Uh, doesn't want to get frustrated or discouraged. How do I remain calm and vigilant? I like those two words together. Those are great. It's kind of they? a juxtaposition, if you will. How to re uh, remain calm and vigilant about your process, even though you have not seen any appointments out of the 4,570 calls you've made. Uh, vigilance. Do you want to go first on this one since I read it? I, yeah, sure. I, I can. Um, I'll steal from my paraphrase from my... Dear, dear mentor, mentor, I don't even know him. Wayne Dyer's a guy that I love a lot. He talks a lot. He came in his close book. to meeting him. One I did. Night. Oh, he came so close. <laughs> I just, did. I just couldn't get up there in front of all the ladies. <laughs> Do you notice how many ladies? They, he just and I don't blame him. I mean, he was all over the girlies. Loved it. Getting his picture taken with him. Remember <laughs> was that? He? No. Oh gosh, it was all the ladies. I wasn't they up loved there. him. Wasn't chasing after guy's him. Guys are like a rock star. Rock star. <laughs> he was. So 
he talks about in his book, The Power of Intention, I'm paraphrasing this, once you move toward the power, or once you move toward your purpose with intention, so whatever it is that you're doing, so Michael's sold his business, started this new one, he's got really strong intention about how this can be helpful, and he's moving towards that. Once you move toward your purpose with strong, strong intention, then God moves the world around for you. Yeah. And things will click out. And so that's a faith-based sort of thing. But as long as that strong purpose and intention are there together, then it's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's just a yeah. matter of sticking with that's it. That's right. And it's when you start to doubt the faith of that or doubt your purpose or not move with so much intention when this thing uh, goes awry. So to me, the lean on is that greater power that I know this is good. I know it's helpful. I'm moving towards it. Once that happens, things start to move yeah, out, in, in and out of your way. That's good. I was just, uh, you know, we interviewed Pat Williams last week, who yeah. uh, has written so many books, and it was a really 71. good interview. 71, 71 books. books. And his latest one is on John Wood, and you probably heard the interview if you listened to the show. And one thing that we didn't talk about there is that, you know, we all think of Coach John Wooden, who coached UCLA, as a, as a wonderful coach, and he won 10 titles in a row, and he won 11 NCAA titles. Do you know how long he was at UCLA before he won his first title? Two years. 17 years. Are you serious? He, he, he uh, took the job cow. in 1947, and 1963 or four was his first. Wow. And a couple of wow. those years they were suspended because of the football infractions of the NCAA but he never he went to the tournament a couple of times but never once wow. 17 years you know how long he would last today at at UCLA or Three any, big, any big college <laughs> exactly. and so i always think about you know we we think about success and we say gosh we'd love to emulate that success but are you willing to put in 17 years Great. of not that he was a loser during that time but right. we only think of him for winning and so yeah you're going to you're going to have frustrations and discouragement but like Brian said work the plan get the plan work the plan have the right intent have, be on purpose everything will work out and what's interesting about coach wooden is in those 17 years that he didn't win the tournament Nothing was different than the years that he did probably win the not. tournament, no, right? right? He was doing the same, his pyramid of success, yeah. his loyalty to each other and those sorts of things, and faith in God and all that stuff. Yeah. It was all the same then and that and later. Yeah. Very good. Good. Okay, number four. Yeah. Uh, how do I handle objections when cold calling or at appointments, knowing how to handle an objection to keep the prospect involved and attentive? You've successfully broken the pattern because it was my turn, but that's fine. I am so sorry. <laughs> You wanted to. You, you put go, it out there. Ahead, just you read, said you want to break that. Kathy, can okay. you re-edit this? Number out? four, <laughs> handling objections. Yeah, so cold calling, how to handle objections, keep the prospect involved and attentive. You had um, to read it, could we you? Did, yeah, I did. I just couldn't let it go. We talked about this on a few podcasts ago. We talked about what objections mean and what they are. Yeah. Um, I uh, personally counsel people in this case – especially as you're something new and you're starting to move through different interactions, you're going to start to hear things over and over. Once you start to gather certain points of resistance, you catalog those and you start to be the ones that bring them up again to be polarizing. You're not in charge of, uh, you're in as much in charge of the sales call as they are, meaning the person you're talking right, to. And everyone right. goes into it hoping the thing works out. I'm hoping that it's a very efficient process and I get to a yes or no to as quick weed, as I can to, yes, people out. to yeah. figure it out. And so look at those objections as indicators that perhaps the person across the desk from you isn't ready for you yet. Mm-hmm. Totally different mindset than, oh, gosh, they've just said that now I've got to try to overcome it. Doesn't mean you don't discuss and try to put a deal together when there's a potential deal there. Don't look at that as something to try to sit and try to reinstate and rein- restate, restate and, yeah. and confirm. So let me see if I understand this, sir. So is you're there anything saying else? your price is not right? So if I could get the price right, you would say you would buy today. But, well, yeah. not really. <laughs> no, I'm saying get the act out of my office, right? <laughs> Please. Get yeah, I, I got uh, 
I got no nothing better than that though. No juice. I, I think that I think the stop handling objections is my is where my mind jumped there. And you said it, and I, you didn't give it much emphasis, but the idea that you're the one that should be bringing up the objections. Yeah, no doubt. It's all about you deciding if you want to work with them. Yeah. And let me say that again, because that sometimes gets lost. It's about you deciding if you want to work with them, if you want to spend more time in the sales cycle, if you want to jump through the hoops that they're maybe asking you to jump through. And maybe you do. But I think when you're the one that that brings up the objections and they knock them down, it's a heck of a lot easier to get to the end than if you're always arm wrestling about price and all those other insane objections that a prospect gives you. That's good. So back in the pattern, do you want to read number five? Surely I will. (laughs) Uh, what happens when I don't listen? And, you know, I, mm. I, I have to commend Michael here because a lot of, yep. very seldom do we think we don't listen. If I were to ask a group of 100 people, how are you at listening, you know, on a scale of uh, how many of you are 8 to 10 at listening? 95 <laughs> hands are going to go up. And yet I have listened to salespeople on phone calls and you've observed your clients. And it's not that people are bad when they don't listen. It's just not a very natural tendency for us. Yeah. And so – I, I commend him for even bringing it up because I think sometimes yeah. we think we listen and we don't. What happens when I'm worried too much about making the sale and I keep pitching and pitching and pitching and then my time is up and I realize the prospect has not spoken in 12 and a half minutes? So <laughs> I think, you know, I, to me, the, the solution is in the problem is if you can identify it and know when you're doing it and catch yourself. And sometimes you have to say to the prospect, Brian, you know what? I just realized I've been talking for the last seven minutes. I'm going to shut up and let you comment on some of the things that I've said. That's a way to catch yourself. It's good. Did you just catch yourself there? I did catch I myself because I was ranting. I was, <laughs> so anyway, let me tell you a little bit more about this. Say, yeah, yeah. Go, why don't you just keep going since you're in a roll? <laughs> the best part for what we do, especially when you get a new client and you've got maybe an old guard guy who's kind of got it all figured out, who gives you a 14-minute dissertation on why being a good listener is so important. <laughs> <laughs> so you I've been selling for 35 years. Let me tell you something. I've learned a lot of things over the years. I mean, I've learned this and that. But the number one thing I tell you, and I'll tell you a story about this later, but the number one thing I can tell you that you got to learn, you salespeople, young people, listen up. The number one thing you got to be a good listener. Let me tell you why you be a good listener. <laughs> Okie dokie, Smokey. It's so true. Is, here's my little comment for that. And, and kudos to Michael here for putting it in. Ditto to your kudos. That's a great, great thing. It's self-awareness is so key. to being a successful anything in life. Um, You've got to learn to quiet the mind. That's the biggest problem we have is the, 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 the racing of the mind takes us out of the moment. And as a salesperson, I want you, this is a to-do item for you as you're in your next few sales calls. Notice how many times in that sales call you break concentration and move either into the past about what thinking about something Mm -hmm. that happened in the past or into the future about what you're going to do next. And how, how frequently your brain moves in and out of the present moment and just bypasses it, okay? That just level of awareness, you go, oh, my gosh, I can't yeah. believe that. That one thing bringing you back to the present is the secret to listening. That's it. Because once you're conscious of it. We do it in, in my football officiating. We talk about concentration. That There are basically seven and a half minutes of a three-hour football game where the game is actually being played. Seven and a half to eight minutes. Mm, yeah. And it is so hard to concentrate for those seven and a half to eight minutes because of what's going on and what your brain does. And and That's what you said is just right. We When you start to think of it, things pop in your, your mind all the time on the football field. Yeah. Gosh, did I miss that random, call two yeah. minutes ago? Random things. Yeah. Like, like oh, I should have mowed the grass before I left. You know, you're 106,000 people around you. Think about mowing the grass. But, you know, you're like, stop. What am I doing? Concentrate. It's just hard to do. So quiet the mind. Be present. Very, very yeah. good thing for listening. That was good. That was really good. Yeah, I think uh, I just I keep getting back to the basics. You know, it's yep. uh, it 
sometimes we get really clever about blogging and social media and we can go off on these tangents that of these really complex things. But boy, it really gets back to how do I prospect? How do I think? How do I uh, communicate my value? How do I keep my mind right? How do I not get frustrated and discouraged? In an industry, sales, let's face it, it can be discouraging sometimes. Yep. And, and visiting these things that are basics never, ever, ever stops. No, you should constantly right. go back to continue to uh, practice yeah. Covey's, one of Covey's principles is sharpen the saw, correct? Yeah, that's right. All um, the time. Uh, again, reminder to join us uh, at the Advanced Selling Podcast group on LinkedIn. We'd love to have your comments there. Also, we're in our Find Five um, initiative right now, asking you to find five people to come and join our group. And uh, love to uh, continue to grow the Advanced Selling Podcast community with your help. And by all means, if you still want to uh, contact us individually, you can uh, email us at, at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. And uh, we're open for mailbag questions. We uh, are going to be addressing a few in the next couple of weeks. So put yours in the mix, and we'll make sure we address it. Very good. See you. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.